Welcome to A Mountain to Climb, where we talk anything from business to conspiracies. I'm Jerry. I'm Joe. I'm Brigham. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about how business went this week. I know you had a pretty good bid that went through. Yeah, I sold a pretty big job. And I've had a lot of other estimates that I've been doing. I've got a lot out. Um, I think that there's a couple that are going to come through. So if those other ones come through between the, the one I just landed and the other two, I'd probably be almost where I was at the end of last year. Nice. So good on track, I think, to, to double last year's growth. That's awesome. I uh, tried a couple little business ventures with some people, my uncle and... You know, I kind of like just went into it slowly with not a ton of risk. Um, just kind of let him. He was supposed to just sell for me, but he also wanted to maybe be business partners in his business. But I kind of let a couple of jobs operate between the two of us, and they just didn't pan out, you know, how I would want them to. So, kind of ended stuff with him, except for the selling I still would like him to sell at a 10% commission so I told him that's what I want and he said all right he's wanting me to be a qualifier for his company I told him I might still be open to do that but I need to call the department of licensing double and figure out all my risks that I take being the qualifier I'm supposed to do that today but my mouth yeah made it a little difficult yeah if Brigham sounds a little different it's because Half of his face is completely swollen up. Looks like he's got a golf ball in his cheek. It's got a abscess tooth that they got to fix, so. Looks pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking hurts. <laughs> yeah, I got um, sent out a couple of bids and talked to a few people, but so far nothing has come of it. I'm still doing that contract work, and that's gone pretty good. Takes up almost all of my time. I still have time to do projects that are not on site um, and still do the contract work at the same time. Is your contract, um, you have a signed contract with GBI? It's, um, or is it just kind of like they're floating you? Well, basically they just had me fill out a W-9 and I'm supposed to provide them proof of my insurance. Right, it. so you're just 1099, but you don't, you're not contracted with... Like they don't have promised work coming your way for well, now. Well, they don't. They're not expecting anything from you. Like you can walk away tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So whenever I get um, on-site work, I'll probably ditch them. But maybe not though. I guess because um, this job only lasts a couple months, and it's pretty. It's decent money, and it's a good relationship to have because they're in my. They're in my. Um, market they're where you want to be yeah you want to be a fab shop exactly so a large fab shop like them yeah so it's a good relationship to keep so i'm i'm probably going to help them out until this job is finished and then do my other jobs that i can at the same time and i can take a day off from them here and there if i need to so it's not like it's restricting me. The other day I was driving down in Farmington, going to look at a bid, and I just saw this big 350 dually. It had a little GBI sticker on the back window. Was it white or black? It was black. Mm, nice. And it had like big guards on it and everything. Must be one of their field guides. The bre like brash guards and yeah. stuff? I think it's their um, transport truck for small loads. Is it? The guy who runs it just lives in Farmington? Probably. It's that, that you remember that old man? that. Um, it's like a brand new 350. Yeah. Oh, um, Gerald? Mm. The old man on the burn table? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think he's coming back. Um, it's, he was in shipping. I don't know if you ever met him, actually. but He's always carrying around an oxygen tank. Pretty sure that's him. Yeah, it definitely looked like it was a delivery truck, I think. It had, like, CB radio on it. And yeah. And CB antenna. 
Me and JJ went and looked at a truck. It looked like it was at the dealer. It looked like it was all rigged out for hot shots. CB radio. It was a pretty nice truck. CB radio was installed still? Or it had it installed at one All point. the wires were installed to you deck. You just need the deck. Pulled yeah. out. It was uh, King too, right? Yeah. yeah. What year was it? 14 or 15. You were going to buy it? No, I was going to. For hot shots. But they said someone else put a deposit down on it. And then they called me the next day and says it was gone. They just let me look at it because they didn't think that guy was going to be able to come up with the money. It's like that time I drove all the way up here from Salt Lake to look at a truck in Logan. I get in the truck and start driving. I'm like, what the heck? This isn't the truck I drove here to look at. Wasn't <laughs> the truck he was trying to get in Salt Lake? It was right next to my house. I drove <laughs> an hour and a half to look at this truck because I called them. They said it was in Logan. I'm like, cool. I come up, hang out with JJ, drop my kids off. They can watch my kids while I run over and test drive some trucks. I get up there and it wasn't the truck I wanted. And then I call the dealership. There's a separate branch down by my house. And... I'm like, do you have this truck? They're like, yeah, we do. I'm like, oh, okay, because your Logan branch, fucking retards, told me it was up here. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, well, someone just put a deposit on it. Dang. But then they called me the next day and said it fell through, and I bought that truck. That was your old white truck? Yeah, that was my old 150. That, hap- that almost is what happened to me <clears throat> before I bought this truck I have now. I found this awesome truck in Vegas. I think it was a dually, even, and it was a King Ranch. Actually, it might, I don't think it was a dually, but it was a King Ranch. It had less miles than this truck I have, and it was for the same price. And I was getting ready to buy a ticket to fly down to Vegas and drive it back. And um, I, was, I called them to put my deposit down, because they says it was still available. So I call them to put my deposit down right before we finish. He tells me that one of his other salesmen just sold it. Sold it the night before and he didn't know so he's all apologizing and all that I was like dang it that sucks sucks when there's something you want it just falls through yeah it's not like something like oh I want this gun and there's thousands of them that you can you know buy off the shelf when it's like a little bit specialty I mean granted that same truck is everywhere but maybe not the same deal and and not where you could find it and then it just falls through yeah Kind of like the house across the street fell through, but we'll see if anything can happen with it now because it's back it on the market. Fell through again for the, the other guys that fell through. So then we'll have a fucking awesome podcast studio. Yeah, that would be nice. Our our studio is pretty nice. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 1972 or 78. Camper. I don't even know what brand. Maybe Coleman or something? Or is that... That's just How'd you get it? Um, so, I traded it for a 1998 Nissan Pathfinder that I paid 200 bucks for. And sometimes I wish I still had the Pathfinder. <laughs> <laughs> but we've done nice camp- Pathfinder. It was a nice Pathfinder. We've taken this out camping a few times, and it's really fun. Kids love it. So I mean, it got remodeled. It's not amazing, but it's not bad for its age. Yeah, for two hundred bucks, even. Yeah, for two hundred bucks. Yeah, it's a good deal. Plus, I got a Jeep. If you ever need, so just take the Jeep out. Yeah, we should take the Jeep out <laughs> to Broad Canyon or something. Our actionable item for last week was the power list. How did? How'd that go for you guys? So Brigham told me about it. We failed to let Joe know. So like, I think I don't think I don't think I even told you till Saturday. I think it was like, I think it was Thursday. Okay. It was either Thursday or Friday. Well, I did terrible. I didn't even write it down at all. I just did it in my head, which wasn't very good. Didn't work. Didn't work out. So I think this week we should have the same actionable item, and uh, we have to write it down. The night before, and then actually check or cross. Let's see, you cross it off when you finish it, or you leave it blank, I guess. And then you write win or loss at the end of the day, depending on how many you checked off. So um, I did listen to the podcast. Did you? Or did I did send the episode I don't to even you. Know what it was? JJ will send you the episode yeah, I'll send it. to you. You can listen to it again, and it'll kind of go over it. But I think one thing I found 
that just did it. Or maybe this isn't the right kind of item to put on. I guess maybe it needs to be something that's attainable, but like the first day I did it, I put finish the tile at Eric's job. But I didn't finish the tile. I got a lot done. I wasn't slacking off, but I just didn't finish the tile and I had to get going to another job. So then that day was a loss for me, but I think I think I just can't do stuff like that. I gotta make sure it's something that I know I can complete. So I think um, you can still win the day if you if you cross off three out of the five. Okay, I was kind of wondering if because I was... I was I had that same question if it had to be like a hundred percent you had to win every single item, or if you just had to get most of them. And I was paying attention to the the episode with that question in mind, and it sounds to me like if you get three of your items done, that's a win. Cool. That gives you the ability to put things on that you're not sure if you can actually do, but you think you can, and still win the day, even if you fail at that one But item. even if you put them on there, you don't complete it to the completion mark that you were wanting, you still put effort into it. Yeah. I'd still consider it a win. I don't know if I would consider crossing it off for the day, but it, it wasn't like I didn't get to that task. I just... It was more than I thought, and I wasn't able to complete it. Yeah. But I also kind of feel like he was... I feel like the items he was putting on there were a little bit more... Smaller items. A little bit more attainable. Like, he said, don't put your brush your teeth on there. Unless you don't brush your teeth. Then yeah, put your brush brush your teeth on there. And yeah. he's like, leave it on there till it's a habit. And it sounded like... Just things that you want to create... A habit into your I don't know if life. I'd say it's just things that you want to create a habit, Not but just, it definitely but... sounds like maybe three of the items were like habits that you want to form. So that's what I would do when, when I was doing it before. I'd put like, so I'd put pray, cold shower, and then everything else would be like for my business. Like I'd have to call a certain client or I'd have to do a certain bid. Complete a bid. Or just even sometimes I'd put like make 10 calls and even if nothing came from the calls, as long as I make 10 calls, that item is done. Yeah. So I did, um, I've been reading Wim Hof's book. One of my, um, items for the power list was to read 10 pages a night. And then it was also breathing exercises. And then, um, for one of the days it was to get the athletic greens, like the nutrition. So I got that. But I, one of the nights I didn't even read, didn't do breathing exercises or anything. So you lost that day? Yeah. But I didn't have five items on any of the days. Like so which you that. have an iPhone. iPhones have an app for reminders. I just put them in there because you write it out and it, you can tell it to notify you too. And then you can just check it off. Click the check button. Yeah, I actually bought the powerless book that Andy Frisella sells and it's set up it has like the line items and everything and then it has a place where you can write what your what book you're reading and all that so dang that's cool yeah, that. it's pretty cool it's um i think it's like 20 or 30 bucks but it's a really nice notebook i bought a 75 day hard app you did is it it's like six bucks but just hmm. gives you the chart and stuff i think print it off it lets you check off every day which i was thinking we should and like i might start the 75 hard challenge just before summer we should do it for one of our actionable items so we can all do it at the same time. Yeah. But not this week because we already got an actual item. <laughs> His 75 hard. It's pretty hard. It's pretty hard. It me, is. Me and JJ was doing it and we got to, I think, just over a month. Yeah, we got to like day, we got into the 30s. And then we realized we were doing it wrong because we wasn't doing a full 45 minute workout outside. Yeah. So. We kind of just fell off after that. Yeah. Never started it back up. My brother-in-law did it, and he completed it. Lance did it, and he looked pretty ripped when he was done. Pretty jacked. Oh, back to business. I am deviling and trying to do a flip. So I talked to Lance, which is a real estate agent, uh, and he's going to get me and Joe to in for a dinner with his business partner who's been doing flips a lot for the last and I'm thinking of going into business with his business partner Josh Josh has all them trailers he's just barely dabbling into hot shots right now too is he yeah 
He's got a car hauler that will haul four cars and two flatbeds. And he owns a car dealership, so I might buy a truck from him, from that dealership. Nice. Because, yeah, I got, I think I can make a decent amount of money on the back end of a flip and on the renovation side of a flip. So, nice. like, why sit there and, and do work for someone else? I make money doing the work, but I can do the work for myself, make money doing the work, and then sell the house, and make money from selling the house. Flipping, I've wanted to flip for a long time, but it's not really part of my business plan at the moment. I think once I get farther down the road, then I'll probably dabble into real estate, but it's all, real estate's always been pretty exciting to me, especially flipping. Which flipping is right up my alley of my work scope, so yeah, that's why I think it'll really pay off. I can do one with the help of an investor, um, and then the next one only use half the investors invest money, and then the third one I could probably front and cost myself. Nice. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. That house, Washington Terrence house, that we did all the work on that flip. Just about. And you would be, you'd be able to have the skill to see what you could actually make on a property because you know what everything costs and what actually needs done and what doesn't. And I was talking to Lance and from what I've put together from flips, it seems like the most difficult part is the contracting side. Finding a good, reliable contractor who can fit within your numbers because a flip is all number based. Yeah. What do you get the deal at? What does it cost to rehab? What can you sell it for? And what? And then you know the difference is your margins of profit. So. But. Flippers are so cheap. They, oftentimes, cheap out with the contractor, and then the contractor just does shitty work, and then they end up upside down in the house. Because they can't sell up. Well, all I need want. to do, I can pretty much do all the work myself, or sub occasional parts out. And I could take the cost from the rehab and pay myself full price, or I could just pay myself what it would cost me to live and function and, you know, still make my profits that I shoot for every month, which is pretty low um, number-wise. So I could just pay myself that, buy the material, and that would lower my rehab cost, which would increase the profit cost. I don't know if I'd do that on the first two, though, when there's an investor involved, because yeah. that just means they're going to get more of the profit that I'm saving on. So the first two, I'll just charge full cost, full price, make sure it's in the numbers, but then any after that that I'm doing by myself, I would just, you know, cut the rehab cost so I can make more cost in the profit. Yeah. It's, sounds pretty exciting. When is your meeting with Lance? You got set up yet? I think we was... Shooting for tomorrow, unless Brayden's not feeling well. Um, I think I can still do tomorrow. Nice. We'll have to give, we'll have to give him a call. And we have to drive all the way down to Salt Lake, though, but that's okay. Yeah, we'll have to update the situation on the next podcast. See how it went. I've said it multiple times. I want to do a flip this year, but I'm just... Well, it sounds like you're on the right path to get that done. I just haven't actually stated that as a goal because I don't want it to like be a goal and then not get it done so but I need to just state it as a goal I need to make I need to go meet with Lance and Josh and then give my brother-in-law a call who I'm hoping will be um, a silent investor for me and I think I can give him a good enough deal to where he'll agree on it um, once I get all that in line then I'll state it has a goal. <laughs> nice. Get one flip done this year. Which. You'll learn a lot from it and just helps you for the next flip. The year's almost halfway it's over. It's flying by. We're in fifth month. I'm just one barely getting caught up on stuff. Winter Anyways. was so long though. Yeah. Especially like, driving every single day through every blizzard coming in. <laughs> that sucked. That could be a good 
portion of what was keeping, you know, services, you and me, slow was the weather. The, the weather, too. Like, it just was keeping everybody indoors. Nobody was really doing much. Yeah. Dude, the first day it got warm, it was crazy. Like, you drive down, up and down the road, and everybody was out. Yeah, it's like... Everybody was out. Traffic doubled as soon as it got warm. It probably didn't help, too, that um, one of my biggest clients, um, the operations manager, his mom and dad are going to prison this summer. <laughs> <laughs> I guess his dad's already in prison. His mom and his grandma. Yeah, his mom and his grandma. And so. His dad and his uncle all got sent. They, but you think that's going to affect that operation? Yeah, well, it does on my side because they just, for a while, they were telling me they didn't, they weren't ready for the project to be done. Now they're saying that um, it's postponed until further notice. So they might not even do it this year. And that was right after... Um, it was right after they got sentenced? Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's why. <laughs> doesn't want to deal with it. They're probably still working numbers trying to see what's the state, the federal is trying to take. I'm pretty interested to see what works out, what the government takes back. Yeah, me too. So it says in their article that they're still working on getting what they're owed. That was a crazy situation. It was. I was working at the plant when all the FBI showed up, shut it down. You were working at Washington? Dang. I was uh, welding for AFAB, and they was contracted out there. Were you like they came in with fully armed up? I didn't see any armed people. We just saw a ton of black vehicles speed in there, and then... Um, like 10 minutes later, our boss came over and says, all right, we're all going home. <laughs> I was like, okay. You should have ran as fast as you can in your car and drove out of there. <laughs> See if someone chases, chases you down. You. Were you like AFAB's best weller? I was until I left. They had a lot of kids a lot. there. They don't know what they're doing. Because my sister married someone who was like one of the engineers at AFAB and then one of my moms worked at AFAB in the HR department oh yeah I think I talked to her a few times Linda yeah one of my moms is that Lauren's mom yeah is she the she has the brown hair yeah yeah the ones are like blonde or Shirley has brown hair too the Shirley? one that's related to you guys Actually, Linda's related to you guys also a little bit. She's um, got Johnson in her. Utah is a small world. Yeah. The world is small. So what are your um, conspiracy questions or kind of... I have a question, but it's not about conspiracies. Um, if you had three wishes, what would they be? Is there limitations? Um... You can't wish for more wishes. That's the only limitation. Yeah, and then even if you wish that you could wish for more wishes, can't. <laughs> that just wastes your wish and you don't get more wishes. What about... I guess... I was going to say, can you wish for better, like, for longevity, like health and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I was going to say, like, I think one of mine would be some form of prolonged health. I don't know if I'd, I would definitely wouldn't want to say, like, eternal life, because, dude, if you lived eternal life on this world, I bet it would get pretty boring at some point. What if you wish for eternal life, and then, so you couldn't die, even, so if you wish for eternal life, would you be able to, like, die accidentally, or you just never age? That's what I was going to say, like, what if he was, like, a vampire, where eventually you can die? But you was always looked young, always had stamina. Cause what if what if you couldn't die accidentally and then Earth got meteored? Now you're just floating through space. You're just in space and you can't breathe <laughs> for eternity. You just see off in the distance another planet and hope they get there. And that's when it becomes a curse. And that planet is on fire. <laughs> and you just pass right through it. I think Definitely one of mine would be some form of longevity 
and good health. Yeah, my one of mine would be that. Then I'd wish for a time machine. Time machine would be cool. Yeah. Cool thing about longevity and good health is that's something that you could control in your life today. Yeah. I mean, you sit here and wish for you know definitely something more than what you could control, but I'd wish for perfect health so I'd never get sick, and my I would never it's like no fucking toothaches. Yeah, my teeth would be perfect and they would regenerate or just never decay. What if someone busted your teeth out? They'd grow back. Dude, I Just like a fingernail. I don't know why our creator didn't make our teeth like fingernails or something. I know. that's. Or like sharks where it's endless. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be some reason, but... I don't know. Just sitting here like the dentist said, I got to pull this one. Pull this one. There's nothing left after it. Except for put a fake one in. My second wish was that I knew about Bitcoin, of how big it was going to be when I first heard about it. I would, I would wish I had had that knowledge back then. And then my third wish would probably be to watch Top Gun again for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good show. I think I watched it like two or three times in like theaters. I th- pretty sure I watched it three times in theaters because I watched it two times with you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and once then, with me in theaters. I think you watch it with once with Joe and again with Joe in the theaters. Okay, yeah. So I watched it with Mary's family and then once with each of you guys. And it was just just as good every time. That's a good movie. Or you can wish that a good movie like that came out every year. I feel like wishing for knowing what what Bitcoin would have done. You could just tie that into having a time machine. I don't know if I'd want to change my life like that though. Just one one thing. I wouldn't want to change one nothing. situation that you could. I would just up. want to go back and like see the pyramids. Just Dude, I wouldn't want to change anything. So you'd want a time machine just so you can know the past. Just to know. Know the truth. Yeah. You think you'd ever get corrupted though and be like, I'm gonna change this how I want. <laughs> Well, I don't know how you would be able to change it. Well, just like the Bitcoin thing, you'd know what would be super valuable, so you'd be able to um, acquire it, like you'd buy all the Bitcoin, and then... You'd be able to go back in the past, buy the Bitcoin. And then you'd come back, and you'd have um, billions of dollars, and you could do a lot of damage with that. There there would be ways, I think, where you could influence yeah, you could. the ways of the world. You could get corrupted, but I still want a time machine. <laughs> I think I like the time machine idea, but I think maybe I would just switch it to just, I wish I had perfect knowledge, truth, knowledge. Of history? Yeah, that'd be so freaking awesome. Like you can go to the pyramids and you just know how they were built. Yeah, like or you go to the pyramids and it's just playing through your head. Or you could just like think about like Atlantis, and you just know whether what's right or that would be true. a good wish is to know the truth. The truth. So you you look at a situation, and you'd be able to know the truth of it. So, and that would, you could do that in anything. Like you could go gambling and be like looking at a roulette table, and you would know the truth of the next roll. So you'd be able to almost see the future in real time. Dang, that but cool. it seems like all wishes are double-edged sword. Seems like there's, there's got to be some kind of like negative effect. You gotta make so it's not so powerful. You gotta nerf it a little. Yeah. Well, I don't even know if you have to nerf it. I feel like if you just wished it, some you'd find the nerf. Have you ever seen that it, movie? Like, uh, I think it's an Adam Sandler movie, but he's like making all these wishes to the devil. And every time, it's just a way worse situation than before. Well, is that a cartoon? Um, I don't think so. Is it, um... Sounds familiar. I can't remember what it's called. Little Nicky? Mm, no. And it might not even be an Adam Sandler movie. I can't remember. When I was a kid, Adam Sandler was my favorite kind Dude, of Dude, Adam Sandler is freaking awesome. He's still awesome. The guy who did my tattoo, he went to, uh... Like a stand-up comedian show with Adam Sandler in Vegas, and he like dressed up like Adam Sandler did in one of his movies, and got Adam Sandler to 
like notice him and talk to him. Well, Anna Sandler's on the stage. He's in the crowd, like showing his abs or something, and Anna Sandler like just starts talking to him. Dang, nice. I think like the very first movie I ever just was laughing as hard as I could to was one of Adam Sandler's movies. I was a little kid just freaking laughing, telling my mom we should buy more of Adam Sandler movies. I and remember. I, uh, I was at my cousin's house, and my mom's like, "Why are you watching Adam Sandler?" You can't watch Adam Sandler movies. And that just made me want to watch him more. <laughs> I remember we had this... Um, we we found this little, like, 10-inch TV in the dumps one time. And it still worked. But it was, like, just black and white. It had, like, a dial for the channels. I think I remember that. And um, we weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. So I would bring it into my room, turn the volume down all the way so I could barely hear it. And I'd sit right next to the TV with my ear next to it. And so most of the time I wasn't even looking at the screen. <laughs> I didn't want to get caught watching The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't watch The Simpsons or um, Malcolm in the Middle. Dude, I wasn't allowed to watch either of those either. And then my dad gets out of prison and he started doing like family movie nights. One night he just sits us all down to watch South Park for family movie night. <laughs> Probably like eight, nine. Actually, I was probably older than that. I don't think my dad got out of prison until I was 11. Dang. When did he go in? How old were you? Four. Wow. Seven years. Wow. For being a pedo? For being a lot of things. I don't think we've said it yet on the podcast, but all three of us are from a polygamous group, so... Yeah. That's why Brigham was saying one of his moms earlier, because his dad has multiple... Or his dad is dead now, but... He had multiple wives. My dad does still. Joe's my half-brother. And Brigham joined our group after I had left already. But that should clear things up a little. Which we'll talk about it more one day. Yeah. Because you already know that people are going to just ask. Yeah, if you have any questions, send them in. We'll probably answer them. Yeah, do you guys nothing to want... hide. How's our life? You guys want Brigham's number? We can... <laughs> Give it out. <laughs> Your phone just starts blowing up. Dude, my phone already blows up nonstop. <laughs> I was in the dentist chair and it called, got called three times in like six texts while I was sitting there. One of them was from me. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, just go silence it because they're just going out of my mouth. Rings again, then gets a text, then another text. You just FaceTime. Put them in. They had to put one of those umbrellas on. Do you have one of those? What, it's like a latex umbrella. So yeah, it's holding your mouth open, but it's also like stretched tight. Saliva. Oh. From getting everywhere. Then they pull it off, and this string of saliva just goes across my face. Yeah, I think. Gross. <laughs> I think they did that when I had my wisdom teeth pulled out. I hate when I go into the dentist and they don't give me a block to rest my jaw on, so it's just so freaking tired. Just sitting there holding my mouth open as long as Dude, I can. Dude, I prefer to not have those blocks because my jaw gets so fucking tired sitting there open with that block. It's as you say, I don't like the block. They pull their hands out of your mouth and you can't just close your mouth to relax a muscle for a minute. Yeah. I just relax it on the block. It seems like I can't. I don't know. It's been a while, but. I didn't really like the blocks that much. I weigh rather the blocks. <clears throat> my see. sister, she was she's deathly terrified of dentists. I always liked the dentist. I thought I was going to be a dentist growing up. Like, Dang. I still like dentists. I think it's cool. But my sister hated it. And the the dental assistant, she's going to go give her local anesthesia, the, the numbing shot. And she swings the syringe across my sister's face. My sister sees the needle. You seen the needles on those things? They're big. They're like this long because they have to keep the syringe out of your mouth but get way back here. They're like this long. Scared the shit out of my sister. <laughs> She's like maybe 11 or maybe like 13, something in there. She just starts freaking out, uh, squirming, squirreling, and like makes the dental assistants poke herself, like oh, poke herself dang. in the hand. <laughs> so her hand got numb. So she had to go home for the day. Oh man, that's funny. The dental assistants probably like, well, I gotta get off work early. <laughs> to win and a lose. We need to go golfing. It's now that it's warm. 
Was you with? Yeah, you was with us when we went golfing, and the fence had all these golf balls through it. Mm-hmm. I think that's when Leah was it Leah or no that tried to run you over. It was Leah. Leah. She's laughing. <laughs> but I don't think Noah was with us, was he? He was. I think he was. And Stephen was, huh? No. Stephen was. No, that was in Florida when Stephen was with us. Oh, his yeah. brother Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Stephen said he wants to go. We should go sometime so fun soon. in Florida. <laughs> We'd jump in the golf carts through the sand pits. <laughs> Lee is so drunk. freaking scared. <laughs> Steven, when we were chilling in the field, he was telling us about the last time he went golfing. He said he was beat someone. Really? <laughs> why? I don't remember why, but it was funny. They should put a top golf around here. They should put one in Logan. That'd be the perfect place for it. I still don't think the numbers are right in Logan for them to put one in. Logan's pretty big. It's pretty big, but I still don't think it's big enough. And the reason why I say it's not big enough is because they've got so many other markets that are way bigger to put it in. Why would they put it in Logan? Mm-hmm. Top Golf's a fairly new industry, and there's not a lot. So like they're slowly expanding, you know, as they can afford it. They just barely put the second one in Utah. And it was in a way more... No. Actually, maybe they have three in Utah now. So you got the one in Murray. I think they might have one in St. George. And then they just put one in Vineyard, which is next to Orm. Huh. Dang, that's cool. Which Utah County has way more people than Cash Cash County. Like, I would say more than double the number of people in Utah County over well, Cash County. Even down there, all the cities are right next to each other. And there's a million people down there. I just want... You should look up the population of Cash County. I just want there to be a top golf in Logan. <laughs> next to you. It'd be awesome, but I just don't see it happening for a while. I yeah, forever. I don't know. There might be one in Boise, but Boise's further than Salt Lake. Yeah. I bet it'll happen. Well, actually, I don't know. All these people are saying that the world's declining. We just need to go golf population. I just spell Cash County. C A C H E. Yeah. C H E. Yeah. Okay. Were you trying to spell it C H A S or A S H? Cash. Yeah. There's one hundred and thirty-seven thousand in Cash County. Yeah. Wow, that's tiny. Now do Utah County for twenty twenty-one. It's crazy. I thought there was more. I guarantee Utah County is close to a million. Salt Lake's over a million. Utah County is huger. Um, 1.2. It might be over a million. 684,000. What? Not do Salt Lake. Way off. So, that's more than... That's almost triple Cash County. So, in these big companies... They run their numbers like pretty hard before they make investments. Salt Lake areas. County has one point one eight six. That's why I was gonna say I didn't think Utah had more than a million because I know Salt Lake wasn't far off of a million. But Utah County is exploding. I think it's the it's got the most growth out of any county in the country right now. I thought St. George was more. Whatever it is, I know it's a Utah County that one of Utah's counties. Is the largest growth county in the in the country right now? Hmm. And here I am wanting to get the fuck out of Utah. I don't know. I'm starting well, to the come most to terms with Utah. I might stay here. What was you saying? It was most growth of a county in USA. The only reason I don't really like Utah is the cost. Mar- Maricopa the... County, Arizona. Oh dang! It says it has. Remained the largest gaining county in the nation. I was wrong. It, it added 56,000 residents in 22. Dang. Wow. Could you imagine? 56,000 residents coming in to Box Elder County. What's Box Elder's population? Probably I bet that would double it. Let's see what Box Elder's at. Which is the county we're in. Tiny little country county. Yeah, there's not much. I type in Box Elder County, then the first thing that pops up, most wanted. <laughs> who is it? <laughs> yeah, who's the most wanted? Is it Sally Kingston? <laughs> <laughs> it 
is bringing me to all these websites. Is that uh, weird that she got sentenced? Christy Ann Walford. Is that weird that she got sentenced and she doesn't have to go to prison till yeah. summer? Is that normal? I don't. It must be normal, well, but I thought with, it was weird. Same it's with like, Isaiah. It's like sentence, but um, your affairs in order. I said sentence to seven years, and then the word they used was something kind of funny, but like required to show up by July. So box elder, what was that? Fifty six thousand was moving into Maricopa County. Yeah, box elder has fifty nine thousand. It would double it. That's crazy. It's like the entire Box Elder County moving into... Due to report in July 2023. That was what it said. Due to report. She's due to report in July. Aren't the cops supposed to, like, I make them <laughs> go to prison now? <laughs> I bet it's different for the crimes that you commit. Like, if it's a... It's not a fraud. violent... Yeah, it's a, a, a criminal fraud case, so it's not a violent case. So maybe they don't have to be as... You know, worried about putting him in cuffs, and, and they're probably going to a minimum minimum security facility. Huh? I don't know. I bet Jacob's going to high security. I don't. I don't see why he would. Maybe he wouldn't. But it's crazy. Just like there's a lot of people that don't even know about the Kingston. They, they do. Yeah, but he stole half a billion dollars from the U.S. government. Yeah. Actually. They might be going to federal prison. I think Jacob's going to a federal prison. I don't know if any of the others are. Hmm. Is there any federal prisons? Is there a federal prison in every state? Um, I don't know. I, I think know. you should look this up. I think Gunnison, Utah has a federal prison. And I, that's where David was at. Gunnison? Yeah. Is Joe or Jamie? Sure. <laughs> look it up, Jamie. Joe. What am I looking up? Um, is there a federal prison in Utah State? It doesn't say any federal ones. Oh, it does right here. Salt Lake. Salt Lake's a federal? It says Salt Lake City is a federal prison system. Hmm. And then the Utah State Prison, which is closed in Draper, they're tearing that down. Did you see that? Oh, they're tearing it. They've already set up the Salt Lake Prison. It's already built. The one in, right by the Salt Plot, or the yeah. Salt Lake. Yeah. It's built. They've already moved everyone over. Yeah, they moved everyone over. Okay, so there the wasn't one. Went. There wasn't a federal prison in Utah until no, they just is. barely re rebuilt this Salt Lake prison and tore down the Draper one, which is where my dad served was in Draper. Hmm. That Draper one is like there's excavators there. Everything's torn up. The whole building's demolished. No, there's still a lot of concrete, but there's like a demolition site. Because Bluffdale and Draper, which I think the prison's in Bluffdale. Yeah, they're pretty ritzy parts of town now and everyone's like get the fucking convicts out of here well now Take they're them. putting all the convicts right next to the airport yeah so they <laughs> just jump on a plane and get gtfo dude you know what we need to do what go tuna fishing you guys haven't been deep sea fishing no. so fun we you watch that tuna video I sent you guys just earlier today? That was yeah. the one where it was right under the surface? Yeah, they freaking throw a little piece of fish on the surface, and it floats down maybe an inch. The tunas come up so fast, they snatch the fish, but they don't even disturb the surface of the water. It doesn't even make a ripple. doesn't do anything. The, rip, the surface is completely glass smooth still. They, they just come up ripping out from the water and, like, divert, snatch the food up. Dude, deep sea fishing is pretty fun. I've never done tuna. I want to go catch a big tuna. Let's go um, to Alaska with Josh. He's got buddies over there. Like, you wouldn't have to have a tour guide or anything. He already knows everywhere to go. We just need to make some more money. I know. I need to get out of debt. This is ridiculous. That's kind of my goal for the year is to get out of all my debt but the truck and possibly a house loan if I get into a house this year. But I'm going to pay off all the credit cards and pay off the car. That's what I need to do. I can't believe I lost three games in a row to you, Brigham. I'm just getting better at chess. I might hit Grandmaster before you. Are you better than me right now? I think you are. I looked at it, the score. You freaking dropped so much lower than me because you lost to Julie, too. That was a big hit. I should... I always do that when I'm 
playing somebody a, that, that you I know, know you're better than I'm better than them I make way more risks and overlook way more you're pretty conservative when we play like like super conservative and playing you you know and I'm sure you can experience the same thing on me but you kind of learn how the other person plays yeah a lot of the times quite a bit. I know exactly what you're gonna do as a reaction to the move that I make yeah, and I do the same. Like I know that you'll you'll rather save a piece than lose a piece. And then I also know that you'll take a piece if I leave it open as part of the plan, which I don't know if you caught on the last game, I left that rook open knowing that you would go snatch it so I could push forward with the other. And I think the game I won before that, I did the same thing with my queen too. I let you take the queen... Because yeah. you won that game with your queen still, but I didn't have my... I won the game, but you still had your queen, I didn't. You were like eight points ahead of me, and I won the game. Yeah, I know. I was getting frustrated, but... I was one move away from checkmating you that last game. That's why... You have to show me, because I don't think you were one move away. I will show you right now. I was. <laughs> I needed to make one more move, and it was over. Did you know you, during the review, you could tell it to sh play other options or retake the turn? Really? Yeah. If you do that, will it send you so you can redo it too? Or it just plays it out oh, it, as that? It's just for your own sake in the review of the game. It doesn't do anything on the other person's side because the game is over. If I moved my bishop there, that's checkmate. Are you recording? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> You've not been in here, huh? Hi, Izzy. Since you was a Daddy. two year old. Joey! Joey! <laughs> You're here? Yeah, I'm here. Gonna be an honorary guest today, Izzy. We just got a care package of slushies. Me and Brigham have slushies, and Joe doesn't. Me and Brigham have wives, <laughs> and Joe doesn't. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Dude, my tooth started hurting at James's house on Saturday. I thought I got maybe some meat stuck in it, so when I was here at your house, I tried to like floss it out. Then it just started getting worse and worse. Was it like a tooth decay and then it just got worse? Or was there actually food stuck in that got infected? There wasn't anything stuck in there. It just started to flare up. That's weird because that's the second one. We've already decided that, that this next week's items, huh? Yeah, it's the power list again, but this time we're going to actually do it. Do it the right way. So that means tonight before bed, you have to sit down with a notebook, write down your five items for tomorrow and then tomorrow when you do them you check them off and if you check off enough of them you will win the day and every day of the week the items can be different or the same they can be different or if you're trying to create a new habit for yourself you could do the same one every day until it is a habit which i'm going to be doing with probably prayer and cold showers because sometimes i don't do the cold shower i probably will do meditate because I would like that to be a, a habit. And meditation for me too. And I think read. You should check out this Wim Hof. The um, breathing methods. That helps you like clear your head. And it's pretty awesome. I've been doing his breathing techniques for the last three days now. Someone was saying you could trip balls just from hyperventilating. Well, with the Wim Hof uh, breathing technique, he says. How you tried it? Yeah, but I never got... It was pretty cool. You didn't trip balls, you just passed out. No, I didn't pass out. But I feel like I was having a seizure or something. <laughs> my muscles were spasming like crazy. Like, I couldn't... Um, my face was all... Tingling? Scrunching up, tingling. My muscles were, were um, jerking in my arms and my face. So I stopped hyperventilating. And it kept doing that for like almost 10 minutes <laughs> and I was doing it on my break at work <laughs> so <laughs> I decided not to do that at work anymore because I didn't know how long it would last yeah so. that's pretty much what you do you you hyperventilate and Wim Hof says just to hyperventilate so breathe in 40 times then on your 40th breath then you hold your breath for as long as you can, can comfortably like you don't want to be struggling to hold your breath longer then when you release it and you start hyperventilating again and you just keep doing that and your your body's naturally at a acidic state because you have a lot of carbon in your body 
But when you're hyperventilating, then you're bringing in a lot of oxygen. So it makes it an alkaline state. And then once you hold your breath, then it triggers your adrenal axis. Adrenaline. Yeah, so it's an adrenal axis. And then once you, you keep doing that, and he says if you keep doing that, you'll start releasing DMT. Dang. How many times do you have to do it? I don't know. I did it like five times, and I didn't get DMT. <laughs> it was like 15 minutes I was doing it. Did your muscles start spasming? Yeah, my muscles were spasming. My lips, my face was tingling, all my arms did it like tingling like crazy. Crunch up? Like, like mm-hmm. I was flexing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it gets pretty crazy. I did it for like 10 minutes. I don't know if I did it. This, I don't think I did the breath holds, but I was just hyperventilating, straight hyperventilating until <clears throat> doing that. And he says, once you get better at doing the exercises, when you're holding your breath, if you will flex your chest and your back muscles, then it will access some, I can't remember what it was. But once you're better at it, you start, you keep your head relaxed, but you start flexing your chest and your back. And it helps get your um, body into a certain state, I guess. Huh. But it's pretty cool. It'll be interesting to try. I've I've tried it, but I've never done it in a place where I could like just go all out. I I was able to hold because he says to hold your breath for as long as you can, and he says some people can hold their breath up to five minutes. I was able to hold my breath for two and a half minutes. Comfortably? Comfortably. Holy cow. Well, not comfortably for two and a half. I was at 2.15 comfortably. Then the next, like, 10, 15 seconds was not comfortable. Like he was going to die. Like I, I just wanted to get to that half mark, so I made myself. <laughs> I don't know if I could even make it to a minute right now. I don't think I could make it to a minute right now. I guarantee if you do the breathing work one time, you'll be able to do it in one day. Huh. There's people who can hold their breath for a long time. Like... Comfortably, you'll be able to do it. I think there's people who can hold their breath upwards of like seven minutes or more. I want to say I've heard of people holding it for like 15, 16 minutes. Have you ever dreamed that you could breathe underwater? It's the coolest dreams. Uh-uh. I dream... I have those dreams pretty often, and it's so cool. It's like you're underwater, and you're holding your breath, and you're like, man, I really need to take a breath. Then you just start breathing. You're like, freak, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> I dreamed that I was driving the semi, and the bridge collapsed I was driving on, went into this lake. Dude, you dream about wrecking your semi all the time. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, on the way down, I jumped out of the semi, and I watched the semi just go straight, like sinking like pretty fast. Like the water and wasn't even there? Like the water wasn't holding it back, but but then I I hit the water and I was like, dang, I gotta go save my brother. So I'm swimming as fast as I can to the semi, and then I was like, dang, I can't breathe. And then I start being able to breathe. It's like, heck yeah, dude, this is awesome. And then I'm just thinking, I wonder if he could breathe too. He's in the semi, <laughs> Steven. I had a dream this last week. During the dream, I was like, man, when I wake up. I better write this dream down because this is a pretty cool dream. <laughs> I didn't, when I woke up, I didn't write it down. <laughs> I had a dream like that the other day. I woke up and I was like, yeah, that was an awesome dream. Now I feel all refreshed. And I didn't write it down. I wish I did because I have no idea what it was. I feel like I... Like almost every day I'm, I'm dreaming like I can remember it. But I never write it down and then I don't remember it. I found my notebook that I used to write my dreams in, and I started reading some of them, and it is so crazy, because I have zero memory of any of those dreams. It's, it's just, like a different life. It's like reading a story. It's like, I wrote this? It's crazy. Dang. <clears throat> I think we talked about dreams last time. Dreams are pretty cool. On the last podcast. Anyways, that's our actionable item this week, the power, the power list. And it was episode... Hold on, let me pull it up and see. If anyone wants to retry with us this week, go to Andy Frisella's podcast, which is called... Real AF. Real AF. And... Watch episode... 
Where is it? Joe, you've listened to every single one of Joe Rogan's episodes. Not all of them, but it's probably from, more than half of them. It's from his MFCEO podcast, and it's episode 107. There's another one he says, I think episode 13 or 17 from the Real AF feed. He talks about it again. Some of his podcasts don't really interest me, so I just skip them. Joe Rogan? Yeah, some of the guests don't interest me very much. But most of those guests are pretty interesting. Yeah. I just probably listened to um, Will Harris and Joe Rogan. Will Harris is a, a farmer. He's like a sixth generation farmer in Georgia. And he does everything natural, so he doesn't use any pesticides or sprays or anything. Wow. And he says when he... So his, his grandpa and his dad was using pesticides, and he changed the system to be all natural. And his carbon in his soil was half a percent, which is how how much how good your soil was for planting. But now it's at five percent. Took him twenty five years to get it that to that high. Dang. There's um, I saw this Instagram post. Patrick. He's a pretty popular guy right now. Patrick. See on the podcast. He had a podcast. He has his own podcast. He had uh, Andrew Tate on one of them. It's like a pretty long episode with Patrick and Andrew Tate. He also is a, like... I think he's... The creator of a media group. And he just gave a... Offered a deal to... Um, nah, I guess I don't know enough about it to... I'll have to just find it. when it's, it's not on your mind. Yeah. I'll have to just find it because they, they offered this guy a pretty good deal to like come work for their media group. They gave him a like hundred, hundred million dollar five year contract. Wow. Dang. Wouldn't that be so cool? Somebody That'd wants to pay so... you a hundred million dollars just to go talk. Just regularly. to influence their company. He was going to be the president of the the board or of the company and have a seat on the board he was going to get his own podcast episode this patrick guy document no patrick was offering to this other guy i oh. think this other guy's name is also a famous guy but joe rogan got a hundred million dollar deal just to be exclusive with spotify and he still makes money from his podcast yeah and he has he makes money from advertisers he's number i just one. barely got AG ones. I brought a package for you guys to try it. Sweet. Says Patrick Bet David. Oh yeah, I've heard of him. That guy. He's like a business guy, huh? <clears throat> so he offered Tucker Carlson. Oh. Oh yeah. This guy. Because he just got fired from I know, Fox. Tucker. Yeah. So he offered Tucker Carlson. This is what he offered him. Dear Tucker, we'll get right to the point. This is from Patrick Bet David. We want you to partner with us in what we feel is a noble and necessary effort to define the future of media. Here's our offer. $100 million over five years, an equity stake in Valament, which is his media company, president of Valament, and a board seat to project your strategy, vision, and voice, your own podcast and other daily weekly shows, documentaries and movies covering topics you care about, what else we're all ears. Dang, that's awesome. Our convictions about freedom, liberty, and truth run deep, and we believe you are the absolute right fit for you. We believe we are the absolute right fit for you in America. While we may not be the biggest media company, we are a new media leader driving into the future to make truth, fair debate, and commentary more accessible, consumable, and protected. We're 100% serious about our offer. Respectfully, Patrick Bet David, CEO. Of the Daily Valament, Valament, Valament Media. Bradley has <clears throat> has had Patrick Bet David on a couple times. Yeah, Patrick Bet David is a pretty cool guy. He has a podcast episode with Andrew Tate that was quite interesting to listen to. I'll have to listen to it. But yeah, they offered uh, the guy who just got fired Tucker. from Fox, Tucker. That's awesome. Andy was talking about that on one of his podcasts this week. Man, I need to start listening to Andy's stuff. I haven't heard him for a while. He's what 
keeps me up to date on what's going on. I should probably keep closer track myself, but that's just how it is right now. I don't know. I think uh, Andy, Andy Fursell is a little too much emotion for me to listen to frequently. I yeah. like a lot of his episodes. Like, he's got a lot of good stuff, but like there's a lot anger. of times where it's just a little bit, like, I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't care about how how much you're going off about this tangent. Like, he gets pretty into them sometimes. Yeah. Which, I don't care that that's what he does. I just don't enjoy listening to it, so. It gets you all pissed off. You're like, why am I mad? He's like, <laughs> he's like, my uncle I wish I had. <laughs> My brother-in-law. That's what my cousin was saying about Joe Rogan. He's like, man, he's kind of like a father figure to me. He's a freaking cool dude. He's just freaking jacked. He's in his late 50s. He just has all this great knowledge, like life experience that he just teaches you about. My brother-in-law really likes Andy Frisilla, but then I was talking to him, like, you been listening to much podcasts? He's like, no, not lately. I kind of just got just worn out from Andy Frisilla. It's... I'm all caught up. I've listened to all of his episodes already, so I just listen to whatever comes out. He usually has three or four a week. He puts out three or four a week? Dang. He does a lot. I like his content. I follow him online. Yeah, I like him as a person, his content. I like most of his podcasts. I think the ones I don't like the most are where he does like two... Two truths and a lie, or like something like that. It's um, CTI, Cruising Internet. Yeah, those are my favorite ones. Really? Well, should we shut her down? Yeah. Yeah. See Just you next week. See you next week. Tune Hopefully, in. all three of us are here again. Give us your questions and comments. We're all ears.